Welcome to the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. We're continuing today with our studies of the Book of Equanimity, sometimes called the Book of Serenity. And uh, more than studies, I like to say we dance with these koans, because when you're dancing, you know, the two partners become one. And it's all about the dance of the, the whole universe, you know, which is just dancing us. And we are the dance of the universe come alive. You don't have a a dance, you just have an empty stage without the dancers. Well, look around, we are the dancers. You know, that's what these koans are about. You see, We're going to get into that in a second, but it's our relationship as separate dancers to the dance of the universe that is dancing us up and dancing us. The dance is dancing through us, and we are bringing the dance to life. Boy, now I've kind of told you all about the koans. I can stop now. But I got 30 minutes to fill here, so I guess I'll just keep going. We're also looking at, uh, we've been reading the Book of Equanimity in little bits for the last, I don't know, few years. And now we're up to koan 76 to 80, and you say, oh, did I miss anything? No. You see, it's a big circle, big loop. You can jump in anywhere. They all intertwine. There's actually one of the koans today. A few of them actually are about that. So you can jump in anywhere. But it is all about... You've heard me say this every time you've come here. My belief is that so much of what we do in Zen, so many of these koans, is about the relationship of our separate self to, I'm drawing a circle in the air, right? The great enso, the great everything, that is the great flowing, that is the great dance, right? That's what these koans are about. And it's different ways that people have expressed that or tried to express that and failed miserably at expressing that. See, I did it this week. I tried something new. I said, shikataza is method acting. People jumped all over me. Yeah, it's not a method and there's no acting. What are you trying to act? You're trying to act like Buddha. That's, so then I changed it. I said, okay, it's non-method, non-acting because we're not trying. You can't get it right, you know? And by the way, everybody's a critic. Everybody's a critic. It's like being an artist or musician. You know, this guy says you're great. And the other guy, you know, says you're completely, you missed the point. We even have a koan about that today. A couple of them, actually, where some people say, oh, that guy got it. And that guy didn't. But the other Zen master said, no, he got it. But the other guy didn't, you see. There is something about this. We cannot read the minds of the people in the stories, you know. So there is a little bit, when we approach the cons, sometimes the guy says, you don't know, to, the, to his student. And he means, you don't know. And sometimes he says, you don't know, because he means there's no you. You get it? To know something separate. You get it? So sometimes these koans are actually saying the opposite. 
That's why they're so confusing. So I don't know sometimes means a big knowing beyond I and something separate to know, right? So sometimes some of the Zen masters would look at these guys and say, he doesn't know. And the other time they'd look and say, he doesn't know, but it meant big knowing. Isn't it confusing? These koans are a mess. That's why people have struggled with them for centuries. But I guarantee you this, in 25 minutes, you will know everything you need to know about koans. Crystal clear. I promise you. So let's look at these koans today, and you're going to see they're really about different ways, sometimes formulations, sometimes symbols, sometimes unusual speech or signs that people made to express this relationship of the dancer to the great dance, the separate one of us to the wholeness, the fly, you know, emptiness. I like to say, well, this emptiness is, is vibrant, fertile, fecund. That's a word I love, you know, filled with all possibilities, like a great dance. So I call it the flowing wholeness. You know, we sometimes say emptiness because it's empty of separate self, but that doesn't mean that we're just, you know, empty. It just means then that we're the whole thing, right? So let's look at the first case, Shuzan's three phases. I'm just looking at the main cases today. Attention, Shuzan addressed the assembly saying, when you are awakened by the first phase, you become a teacher of Buddhas and ancestors. When you are awakened by the second phase, you become a teacher of men and divas. When you are awakened by the third phase, you can't even save yourself. You see, that's that little double entendre there. You can't even save yourself. Who's there to save? You see, there's no separate you. You get it? So that's why you can't save yourself. You don't need saving because there's no you to save. You get it? You get it? So a monk asked, Osho, by which phase were you awakened? And he replied, after the moon sets in the third watch, one penetrates through the city. Now, Shishin uh, had an interpretation here. I don't always agree with everyone because I'm an art critic too, right? So I thought Shishin's interpretation, is, it was cool. You know, a little bit eye of the beholder. But I went and looked at some others. And actually, Shishin's teacher's teacher, Yamada Kohn, um, just, he, he said, this is basically about that old saying, you know, mountains are mountains, mountains are not mountains, mountains are mountains again. Come on, Ms. Watanabe. I'm sorry to be late. No, no, no. I was telling everyone you were picking our weeds and they should be ashamed of themselves for not helping. Why didn't you help Mrs. Watanabe, you guys? She was out there picking our weeds. Sit down, be comfortable. So the first koan, So there are three stages. Someone tries to make a formula. It's, you know, mountains are mountains. That's what people think, ordinary stuff. You know, cup is a cup. Jundo, ow, is jundo. You know, you are you. I'm hitting you like in the last koan there. I'm giving you a swat. That's what that swatting in the last koan's about, you know? Hey, it's about you, you. I'm hitting you, strong orders, right on the head. And you, Sean. Shingen, Kyonin, giving you, Ms. Watanabe, bum, bum, bum. Right? Okay. So then in the emptiness, there's no me, no cup, no scuba mountain, 
it all comes together. Maybe that's like the second phase. But in the third phase, emptiness is just form. Form is just emptiness. It all flows back. And we realize that the great flowing wholeness dance was the cup all along, was me all along, was you, was Ms. Watanabe. This, you see, I'm drawing a circle in the air again. This was you. So you come kind of back again. We realize you're back as a separate existence, but now kind of you see, ah, I guess with the specialness, the beauty, the wholeness of it all is me too. And just this thing and that thing. You understand? So we actually see in another koan today where the guy takes the most ordinary basic thing, a cracker, sembe, right? And says, this is the universe. That's what it is, you know. Can you guys still hear okay? Okay. So then there are different levels here. First, you know, you realize the first stage. Maybe you're full of yourself. You had a little realization. You're a teacher of the Buddhas and the ancestors. And then it sounds like there are levels, right? But then you're a teacher of gods and people, right? And then you can't even save yourself. It sounds like we're talking about levels. There's no levels here. As a matter of fact, when you look for something sacred, you miss the most ordinary. We'll see later that uh, not only the cracker, but sometimes the Zen masters would say that Fun wa Buddha would say, Mukashi no sensei ga ita ne, Fun, Otoke. Because the whole thing is even the most kitenai mono demo, is even in the dirtiest thing, in pupu. Okay? Poo-poo, that's Sanskrit. Yeah. All right. So there are no levels here. And you cannot even save yourself because you're getting it now. All these koans have these double meanings, right? Because there's no you to save from something because there's no something, you. It's all the great wholeness. that You never needed a rescue at all. So a lot of our vow to save the sentient beings... We vow to save all sentient beings, right? In the at the end is to teach them this. Hitori wa nai, kore wa hitori. Dakara rescue sare nakeba nara nai hito wa nai. So you can't even be saved. Got it? That one's done. Next. Okay, but. Then these teachers, you know, sometimes said, you know, yeah, 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 that's what it's basically about. But we really got to express it. We got to get to fancy here. Esoteric Buddhism, Mikyo, is very attractive, even in Soto Zen. About two generations uh, after Dogen, in the time of Keizan and his teacher, Gasan, they got a big influence from esoteric Buddhism that continued in Zen Soto Zen for centuries, expressing this with secret symbols, mystical signs and handshakes. There were papers that the master would pass on to student called Kirigami that had all kinds of 
symbol mark, Mikio no symbol mark, Imiga ipai, you know, Himits no code, Ango. You understand? To express the same thing. I could show you some of these kirigami, but they would use uh, symbols of, uh, for example, uh, what is it called? The um, yin yang. And they would use uh, the moon, half moon represents something, the full moon, and the symbol of emptiness is coming from the wholeness, uh, excuse me, uh, the separate is coming from the wholeness, the wholeness is going back into the separate, the separate is the separate, the wholeness is the wholeness, then there's the thing beyond the separate and wholeness. You, you see, it's still about the separate and wholeness, right? But they're getting it, you know, they're getting all the relationships there. There's the separate, that is the separate, the separate, that's the wholeness, the wholeness, that's the separate. And they'd make all these symbols. Well, that's kind of what, what this next one is about. Let me see. Where was it? Or did I miss one? No, I didn't. Okay. And notice uh, you don't have the uh, preface here, but the preface here says, no sooner does he use the writing brush than he goes wrong. How is it possible to bring forth the pattern and make a model. You see, they're trying to make a formula here, and someone's either being critical of them trying to put this into a formula, or if their heart is right, the formula really does say it, you know. So you got to decide, are these guys saying it in a, in a symbolic way? Are they getting something, or are they off the mark? Well, you decide. But anyway, a monk asked Kyozan, do you know characters, ji, wakarimasu ka? And uh, Kyozan said, yeah, I, I'm okay. I hold my own. At that, m the monk circled him once clockwise. That's a sacred, you know, like the Enso again, you, you, you go around clockwise. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going the wrong way with my hand. You circle in Buddhism clockwise, the big circle, which represents, again, the big everything, right? The world is turning, the big everything, Okay. And he says, what character is this? So then Kyozan drew a cross on the ground. Yeah? North, south, east, west, every direction. That's kind of like what it means. The whole thing. Okay? So you drew a circle. I'm going to make a cross to express it. Right? You do the circle, that's the whole thing. I say it's all directions, like the compass points, the whole thing, okay? And then the other guy says, aha, you think you, you, you think that's good. Well, I'm going to top you. Then the monk circled him counterclockwise. Maybe that represents now the, not the separate things going from the wholeness, but the wholeness now is coming from the separate things. And then the uh, Kyozan says, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, watch this. And he makes a swastika. You know swastika? I know, yeah. Now, again, I always have to say this. This was taken by the Germans. It was an Indian symbol years and years and years before World War II. Yeah, manji, right. And it means kind of like that cross, but now it's... Come to life, man. It's spinning. It's turning. It's the whole thing. Again, another symbol for the whole thing come to life, right? Okay. No Nazis here. 
Okay, then the other guy, again, drew a circle in the air, and he raised his palms up to give the appearance of Ashra supporting the sun and the moon from an old story about, all right? They're all trying to, you, you see what they're doing here. They're just trying to express, like, now I'm supporting, I'm like the heavens that support the sun and the moon, right? The whole world is turning again. Okay. And then finally, the guy's a fierce temple god. Right? Rah! Protecting the Dharma. Just so, just so. By the way, going back to case uh, 76 for a second, there was that last line. After the moon sets in the third watch, one penetrates through the city. This again is, I think, like that what we have in the Sandokai. Kuroi toki wa zenbu ichi ni naru. Akarui toki wa ne betsu betsu no mono miru. Right? So here too, in uh, when the moon sets and it's dark, all things become one, but then you're free to roam through the complicated world of separate things, through the marketplace, you see. So I think that's what that says. When the moon sets in the third watch, that's midnight, it's completely dark, all things again become one, but then you wander through the marketplace, through the separate city. See? Okay. Anybody asleep yet? Good. So, okay, we had all this complexity now. Fukuzatsu formula, uchi no nagari, watakushi, watakushi uchi no gari, ji, manji, zenbu ne, onaji. Kuroi toki wa nanimo mienai kedo, akarui toki wa betsu no mono miru. Right? We see the separate things in the sun. We don't see them in the dark, right? And a guy says, okay, enough of this complication. Let's get back to the simple to express this. A monk asked Master Uman, what is speech that transcends the Buddhas and goes beyond the ancestors? In other words, says it all what cannot be said. And the guy says, a Ritz cracker. Ritz cracker, you know, same bit. You know Ritz crackers? Everybody knows Ritz crackers? Saltine? Okay. What is the meaning of the universe? This saltine. The most plain, the most ordinary, the most tasteless. Open for all possibilities. I might say, you know, tofu. You know tofu? Tofu wa Buddha. Dono aji demo tofu ni. You understand? So, senbei wa ne, dono... But you put the little shoyu, it's a nice taste, right? Sembe cracker. Okay, so this monk says, enough with all the complexity. Back to the simple. The wholeness, the dance, whatever you want to call it, the swastika, the making circles clockwise, the making circles counterclockwise, the darkness, the light. Yeah, the first head, the first phase, the second phase, the third phase, anything you want to say. This cracker. Still there with me? Good. Okay, so now we got uh, these guys all trying to express the same thing. One guy... Uh, kind of a formula, 
another guy really complicated symbols, the other guy the ultimate simplicity, kantana ne setsume, fukazatsuna setsume, kedo uchu no nagare, watakshi, watakshi uchu no nagare, ne, kore wa uchu no nagare, kore uchu no nagare, ne, betsu betsu no mono nakunaru ne, kedo honto ni zenbu koko haitte iru, hachi ni haitte iru, you understand? Life, everything is in you, okay? So you're not just Mrs. W, right? You're this. And this, Mrs. W, you, you understand? Huh? You're not paying for this today. So you, you know, you get what you pay for, right? It's free. So you have to sit there and listen, okay. You too, captive audience, right? Of course, you can switch off. All right. Now, so you got these formulas, the complicated, the kind of complicated, the simple, and then we get to the next one. But you can't just think of it intellectually. You got to jump off. You got to bring it to life. And that's what the next koan is about. Master Chosa told the monk to go ask the hermit E. I guess he, he gets, he's critical here, so they don't even want to say his name. They just call him E, you know, like he, the E Osho. What about before you saw Nansan, before you met your teacher, I guess? And the monk did so, and, and uh, E was silent for a while. Silence. Now, sometimes silence means in Zen, saying something so profound it's beyond words. Sometimes it means you don't know what to say. So again, which one is this with E? Is he silent because like we have our silence thread, we're saying everything, the Buddha just held up a flower and listen, I'll tell you what this koan is all about. Are you ready? Would you like to know the meaning of all the koans? Right now, one, two, three. You got it? Okay, so was that what the guy was saying when he was silent? Yeah?何も言えない方は本当にこの意味です。今説明します。来て。来た。Okay. And then they said, uh, so after you studied with him, what did you get? And he said, nothing special. Which again, does it mean not much? So it's all special beyond special. You see, that's how these Zen guys talk. Or is this guy just saying like a bumper sticker, a cliche, and he doesn't really have it. He's just saying the words. And that's what the, the general opinion here is. He was saying a Zen thing. It's nothing special to sound very Zen. But he really was just saying the words. He didn't really have a feeling. So then the monk returned and told this all to Chosha. And Chosha said, there is a man on top of a hundred foot pole, though he has a degree of understanding. It's not the real thing. From the top of the hundred foot pole, he should jump off. Okay, so the meaning is, 
you understand it here in your head, right? But do you really understand that? So the Rinzai people like to take this koan and say, you know, when you're doing your intense, very intense, move, 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 you got to leap through, you know, and have a big Kensho experience. And that's not how I'm saying to take this. I'm saying, you, but you got to bring this to life, man. You can't just sit in your couch and listening to old Jundo Babylon here for a half hour. You have to understand in your bones, in your marrow, what is this, I am the dance and the dance is me and I'm a big old swastika dancing with three phases, right? You have to get it. That's why we sit. That's why we practice to find the freedom of being free in the city, in the darkness. Free in this complicated world. Right? And that's what the last lines here are about. What do you do when you advance a step? And Chosa replied, the mountains of Ro province, the waters of Ray province, the four oceans and the five lakes are within the king's control. Why can't these guys just say something straight for once? You know? It means the whole world is yours. The whole world is yours. Okay? But of course, there's no you to have a world. That's why the whole world is yours. These koans were written, you know, we take them as historical facts, but they were written, they were not. They were works of literature created during the Song Dynasty by Zen monks sitting at their desks with a pen in hand, creating a scene. They were playwrights. These are skits. Don't think of this as a, that these conversations actually happened. They may have, something like it may have happened, but remember that this is something somebody wrote later to convey something. So the fancy language, like Shakespeare, you know, Shakespeare could have said, you know, oh, the chick in the window, she's like really beautiful, man, like she lights up the room, you know? And, you know, and everyone would say, you know, why is he Shakespeare? And he had to say, what light through yonder window breaks? It is the east. And Juliet is the sun. Sounds so much better, doesn't it? Then uh, look at the chick in the window, man. She's cute. Right? So that's what's going on here a lot of the times. Right? They, they're, they're just trying to express it with the fancy language that in the time, you know, everybody would understand, oh, like, yeah, Mississippi's in the south and Maine is in the north. Right? Yeah, we get it. Roe is, the river Roe is here. Ray Province is there. The four oceans. Right? It's just a little fancy language to say the whole world is yours, man. And it is. Okay. Did I miss a con? I got them all. You can't miss a con. So the last one, the chin rest. So uh, go get me the chin rest. The chin rest was uh, this thing. This stick looked a lot like our Kyosaku here. 
that they put under the chin sometimes because some of the monks in an intense session retreat would like to sleep sitting. So they stick it on the chin. And they'd even tie rope to the ceiling. There were hooks on the ceiling and they put the rope under their arm so that it could kind of sit zazen. You know, I think it's cheating. But the point was, again, some of the monks in the Rinzai, they're trying to sit intensely, so intensely to have the Kensho. And the Soto monks, maybe they're sitting and sitting for no point, but there is still a time to sit hard and long. So even intense, I, I have tried to, to sleep sitting Zazen sometimes because there's no reason. I mean, but you just do it. It's good. It's good. You know, you're swimming in your swimming pool or crossing the, the ocean or the English Channel. What's the difference? No difference. Same water, H2O, you know? But sometimes you, you do it a little long. So these guys would try to stay up all night with a stick under their chin. So anyway, the guy hits him with the stick, right? And hits him with the zafu. Usually people say, why is there so much violence in Zen? You know, it wasn't violence. I don't think, I, I've seen, you know, bad guys. I really hit somebody with a kyosaku. And that's just because that's an angry person hitting another person. That's, I, I doubt they actually you know, broke any bones. It would probably more like, like this, you know, a little tap on the cheek, you know. Shingen, come forward. Okay, that didn't hurt, did it? No. Mrs. Watanabe, please, please. All right. So, it means wake up, it's you. Hey, all this talk, it's about you, Sean. Okay. So he asked the big question. This is one of the standard questions. What was the purpose of the patriarch Bodhidharma's coming from India in the West to China in the East to introduce Zen? Which is another way of asking, what's it all about? You know, what's it all about? And then... Uh, the guy would say something like, no purpose, no meaning. Maybe because where did Bodhidharma come from? Where did he go to? That's not here. Where is this Bodhidharma who came to a separate place? Get it again? huh? Bodhidharma, separate place, no going to, no meaning. So no meaning means all meaning, right? I don't get it means I, I don't get it. Get it? Are we getting somewhere? See? Okay. So he says, no meaning. And everybody says, now, this is where the, the, the two Zen master groups later some guy said, well, the guy really didn't get it. And the other guy, the other Zen master said, no, he really got it. He was kind of being super humble and, you know, and saying, I don't get it. You know, let him hit me with a stick. I'm fine, man. I don't need to show off. Let him hit me. Let him hit me with his awful. I'm not trying to prove something. Sometimes the, you know, guy would come into the master and try to impress him. This guy is like, すごい真面目. 
Okay. You can hit me. I don't need to impress anybody. And everybody said that's the best. Okay. So you see, saying it a complicated way, saying it a simple way, saying it an in-between way, getting hit, not getting hit, saying there's meaning, saying there's no meaning, saying it's a rice cracker, it's all the same. Saying it's poo-poo, it is. Saying it's Sean. I'm not Sean, I'm not comparing you to poo-poo. Don't, you, you know what I meant, okay? All right, so, any questions? I need to try out our new speakers here. I'm going to ask again. Any questions? All questions. Yes. All questions. He got it. Come here. Let me hit you. Beautiful. Okay. Anything else? All right. So let me just summarize for Ms. Watanabe a little bit. So, betsu betsu no mono. Jibun wa betsu betsu. Itsumo ne, asa akeru to wa ne, watakushi betsu no hito kanjiru kedo. Zen no tachiba kara, kono zenbu odori mitai. Odori to odoteru hito wa onaji. Odori to, kono odori to, odori no yateru hito wa betsu betsu junai. Odoteru hito wa odori. Odori wa odoteru hito. この全部はね、私たち別の人。これは踊り。これは踊り。これは全部。宇宙の流れ。Right? So, 説明するときはね、このコア。どういう関係ですか関係じゃない。関係は二つ別々のもの。関係。これは関係じゃない。そのほど位置だから。わかりますかねだから、I don't know. 私知りません。そのこと。全でよくね。I don't know. 私は知らないこと。私はない。ことはない。だから、本当に知っている。わかる、ね、?So, these guys make a formula.、ね、like, man, man, circle, insole.、ね、こうやって。ね全部そのエクスプレスのためです。ね。このなと私の関係はね、これです。この、どの方向でも私です。あなたです。ね。大体わかりますか ?Okay. え、uh, I'm sorry, I gotta, we got a couple of minutes to kill here. I'm, she, 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 she's a paying customer. She gets extra time. I gotta just, All right, let me try out my bad Japanese. Okay. Ah, Watanabe san no niwa. Watanabe san no niwa no hana. To Watanabe san, betsu betsu no mono jirai. Kore wa oki niwa desu. Niwa mo kirei na hana to zaso. Jinsei wa kirei na hana mo zaso. Ne, mushi. ね、けどこの2は
渡辺さん花です大体わかりますかね生きている時はね花が出る亡くなる時はね花が2話永遠までです続きます本当に花はね別のものでない土から来る栄養花になる花がなくなるとはね栄養戻るまだあるこういうには続きますまだ出るまだ出るまだ出るまだ花この花と私の花別々のものじゃない一です大体続きますか Okay, you got your money worth? You got the, ne?、Yes. Okay. Thank you for joining us for the Treeleaf Zendo podcast. Treeleaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast Zazen, retreats, discussion, Jukai, the support of fellow practitioners. Interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.